is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. Now, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Let's put on the show. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Yes, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Mouse's Head. I'm Paul. I'm Nick. I'm Paul. There's more. Uh, we've got a guest. Wasn't too sure about that, was you? Slight, slight. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we've got a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, guest? <laughs> hello everyone. My name's Rob Foster. Blustery day on the boards. You're, you're quite used to starting with that, aren't you? <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, yeah, we're, four years in now. I know. We'll, we'll find out all about these boards. I'm sure there's some cross-pollination of people listening. But uh, hopefully, we, we, we might have a few that don't. And we'll come on to that in a minute. But uh, gentlemen, what are we drinking? Uh, well, actually, well, I've, I've, got, I've got something themed. Oh, go on, Paul. Have you? No, go for it, Nick. Uh, yeah, if it's themed, go for well, it, Nick. When I, when I say themed, what I mean is, is this week um, saw the 22nd birthday um, of Disneyland Paris. Yeah. So I thought I would yep. get a beer uh, from France. Well, okay. So it's a lime mint tequila Desperado Verde, brewed in France. Wow. <laughs> Very nice. Impressive. Very nice. You, you've got the Mexican tequila, Carvadil tequila theme going on there. You've got the uh, and, and the French theme. So that, it, it works in so many different ways. You're you're making up for the <laughs> uh, the the innum, innumerable weeks of uh, of of cause light with lime. Wow, that's um, <laughs> we'll forgive you for those now, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Mr. D, <laughs> okay. I've I went for a two for one, so this is a bit of a stretch, but it's a as golf fans will know, the Masters is on right now. All right, that's gonna I'm gonna go into the snug after we record and watch it on Sky TV in there. But um, I've got a, a Masters brewery that's the that's the make or that's All the right. brewers, okay. And the beer is called a white ball, um, oh. so a la a la frozen. Oh, there we go. Good. Two for good. one. A little bit of a stretch. Uh, okay, Rob. Well, welcome to the mouse's head. Um, it's nice to know you've been let out of Dibcast Towers for. A, yes, for an thank hour you. Or so. Thank you very much. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank, thank you for inviting me. What, what's your beverage of choice? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> well, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a Dorset lad. So um, one of the, the local breweries down here, Badger Beer, oh. absolutely fantastic, down in Blandford. They do a cheeky little number called Tanglefoot, which is around about 5%. I've got a bottle of that with me. Yeah. 5%, uh, a good bottle of that, and I'm going to s- sleep very well after that. Uh, yes, you've got the whole Tangled <laughs> theme going on there. But uh, 
I, yeah, it's affectionately known as Manglehead, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. It was either that or Bishop's Tipple, and I decided yeah. to go with uh, with Tanglefoot tonight. Well, um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm going to apologise to all our listeners for any poor audio in advance, just to get that one in there, because I'm kind of sitting at the end of a dodgy internet line somewhere in southern Europe. Um, so I have had to find a local superbock. I have no idea how I'm going to fit that into any theme whatsoever. It's just the only beer <laughs> I can actually find in any hypermarché around here. So, yes. Can, can I just, um, before we go any further, can I just give a quick review of Desperado's Verde? Yeah, far away. So, I, I, I'm sure you're familiar with a Desperado. We've all tried one of those before? I, I, I am aware of its presence. Mm. So, this tastes like a Desperado... But when somebody wasn't looking, somebody stuck some Coleman's mint sauce in there. Interesting. <laughs> it is the oddest, oddest mm. beer I've ever had the misfortune of tasting. Oh, and I really wish I went for that brew dog that I was looking at. <laughs> and if it had, a, if it had a, a hint of creme de menthe, it would have been much nicer. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> Pretty. This is very, very odd indeed. Oh, wish you had another. I wish you had another Coors with lame. Yeah. I've got another yeah, two of these I'm, to I'm go after this as well. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, wow. they're not going to sponsor us, so it's fine. But if anyone does want to sponsor us, of course, they yep. can visit our website at www.disaster.com or email us at podcast at disaster.com. Or they can find us on Twitter at disasterdark or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash disasterdark. And we're also on macechat.com. Well, we are, and Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, and anywhere else. Uh, Mr. Blustery Day. Yes. Just in case one or two of our listeners don't know where they can find you guys, where can they find you guys? <laughs> um, well, we, I come from a podcast called Dibcast, D-I-B-B-Cast.com. Um, we, we're the uh, the podcast from a... A little website, a little forum over here in the UK called The Dib, T-H-E-D-I-B-B, the Disney Internet Bulletin Board, .co.uk. Um, and myself, and uh, there's Jeff, there's Grant, there's James, and there's the gorgeous Mel. Uh, and uh, all five of us kick around in a, in a mythical Dibcast Towers, which I think is, if we look around here in, in the mouse's head, it's not dissimilar to, to its construction. It, it has um, its gothic uh, elements. It does, doesn't it? Yes, I can see where you're going. I can see where you're going with this. So it's it's nice to come down to the village out of Dibcast Towers and, and pop down to the mouse's head. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're a twice-monthly podcast and um, absolutely love it. We've been going for four years now. Good stuff, good stuff. <sighs> Fantastic. Well, we'll find out a bit more about that, hence your name, uh, Blustery Day, on the boards, those boards. But, uh, ah. yes. It's time for this. A view of the news with this after dark. So, has anyone got any news for us? Yes. <clears throat> oh, far away. Okay. So, there's a few seven dwarfs related things on the internet recently. Ooh. So, there's the CGI main train um, video, which shows you like a, a mock up. Did you guys see that one? I yes. avoided that one actually. Oh, I saw yeah. it anyway. I don't like. I'll, I'll go for spoilers whenever I can. Is this the thirty-second blink and you'll miss it 
kind of yeah. preview. Yeah. Very yeah. quick, yeah. But the one that I really was impressed by was the the video of the the dwarfs, the mm. the animated or animatronic figures, um, bringing in some new technology there in terms of the eyes moving and closing and the faces. Mm-hmm. Thought that thought that was really impressive. Did you guys see that? that yes. Funnily enough, that one I actually did. Um, mm-hmm. to, to, for anyone that's not um, not seen the video, and if you don't want to hear the spoiler, cover your ears now. Um, mm. But I thought the technology was um, uh, seemed to be more of an advanced version of what they had for Buzz Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear's yes. uh, Ranger Spin, yeah, where it's kind of like front projected. That's right. Um, yeah, that's but, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, but I mean, but at the same time, it does. I mean, I think that's quite clever anyway. But I do think this looks like a a more impressive version of that technology. So it's obviously the next step up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. Thought that looked pretty cool, actually. To be fair, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's uh, it's going to be open anytime soon. So by the time mm. we get out there, it'll be open. Fantastic. Yep. See you there in August. <sighs> yes. See you there. Not rubbing it in at all, not- Nick. I was no! going to say, not jealous. no, no, no. I'm not jealous either at all. <laughs> I'm not. You know, I'm, you know, the wife is threatening with the bulls at the moment because we're not going this year. I hope you know that. So I mean, this is just really rubbing, uh, sorting still wounds. Um, <laughs> she doesn't I, listen anyway. <laughs> That is true. And if she does listen to it, hello. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I picked up. A on, you know you want actually. to. Yoo-hoo, family. Sorry. <laughs> Big winter blowout. <laughs> someone been someone drinking this birdie, and I've not been looking. Um, so yeah, there's there's a there's a few uh, things I picked up on. The the one that I thought was uh, very interesting was a new attraction coming to Universal Studios in Hollywood, yes. which is uh, Fast and Furious. Mm. Now they've uh, they've been talking about doing a Fast and Furious attraction for years now. I mean, I remember hearing rumblings about that in the early noughties. Um, I think when the third film came out. But um, yeah, yeah, they've finally confirmed that there is one in progress. Now it looks like it's just going to be, or it is going to be, just an add-on to the studio tour. Yeah. So I'm thinking a new finale. Some I read somewhere that they're talking about replacing Kong with it. Now, mm. I, I don't, I, I don't actually see that myself. Especially seeing because... as there are rumours about a new Kong based on Peter Jackson's. Yeah. That's right. I thought they were going to put yeah, Kong well, they, back they... into Orlando. Mm. That's right. I mean, I mean, obviously, Kong in Hollywood is the Pete Jackson uh, film, um, and it's been there for about four years now, or something like that. I think it opened five oh, years, maybe. Shows how much I um, <laughs> but, but, well, no, that's that's obviously what replaced the animatronic. <laughs> But Florida is supposed to be getting a version of that. That's part of the tram tour, but it's not the end part of the tram tour. So, from what I understand, this Fast and the Furious bit is going to be added on towards the end of the tram tour. Um, I, I wouldn't say, to be honest, it, it, I don't support taking one big attraction away from the tram tour and replacing it with something else. You'd want to add it on as another reason to go on the tram tour, surely. So, I think some might have just got their wires crossed with that, but. Um, it does look. It does sound very good. The details are out there if you want to go and read the press release. Um, and yeah, I mean, let's be honest. It's a franchise uh, uh, that's going to keep on uh, going. Uh, so. At least it's going into a Universal park because otherwise they'd move it into a Disney park, and it w- they couldn't do it with cars because they've just done that now. So it would have to mm. be a skinning of Autopia, which would be the worst. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be Fast or Furious, would it? It would be the. <laughs> well, it'd be fairly the, quick and slightly annoyed. The, the sluggish slow and, and guided rail. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the, 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 slug, the sluggish and miffed. 
<laughs> it reminds me of that line in The Simpsons when uh, Sideshow Bob getting away in the, in the White's Brother plane, which is he's getting away slowly. Yeah. That's that would sum up Fast and Furious right for me if it was uh, Autopia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so, Rob, we're going to test you. Anything you've noticed on the Disney horizon? Oh gosh. Well, unfortunately, it was. Uh, it's a small world's fiftieth anniversary this week, wasn't it? It was. Yes. Yes. It's not. So uh, we should all it's hang not. our heads in shame. Well, I don't know. We did. We we released a uh, on our podcast feast. We we did release the uh, the duet between the pub singer and Tom Amin. Uh, too great a plum. I'm. I, it I, hasn't... I, hope, I hope. Yeah. yeah I'm ha- really hoping that the pub singer makes an appearance tonight. I've got to say, because uh, you know, the, half the reason I came down to the mouse's head was to see the pub singer. Yeah, he's he's here. He's he's warming his uh, his, his sequin jumpsuit up in the wings. So uh, is he the here. one slumped over the bar asleep? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait to spoil the illusion. We, we, we were hoping you hadn't. Yeah, don't tell everyone. We, we, we were hoping okay. that people believed he had a, a star-spangled dressing room, but no. He's, <laughs> damn it! Damn it, you. Yes, fifty. Yeah. Um, oh, it's lasted. Well, there you go. It's a ride you've still got to go on just to torture yourself. It's there. Has to be done. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> I was just reading. I was reading some some of the backstory about it. Obviously, it was the, the whole World's Fair thing of 64 and 65. But I didn't realise that the original theme and uh, yeah. the, the original was supposed to be all the different national anthems. Hmm. And then they just had to scrap it. And hence the reason they've gone for this this one single song. But you could just imagine the cacophony that would have been all the different national anthems as you're going through. Yeah. Um, Actually, on the other hand, perhaps I would have just stuck with that rather than listening to that song for some, some of them, some 20 of, minutes. Some of them are really good, but I was at England versus Macedonia ladies football the other week. <laughs> when we all? Yes, <laughs> there were a lot of people there, but the Macedonia... <laughs> the ticket. Yeah, give, give the Macedonian national anthem a chance. It's, it, it's a piece of Cold War history. <laughs> Marvellous piece. So, yeah, that one would be great. Um, I, I, Stirring stuff, is it? Uh, yes, definitely. If, if you're if you're that way into goose stepping, and there we go. There, <laughs> there goes any Macedonian <laughs> listeners we may have once had. Oh, <laughs> you've got that one. Stepping are available. Oh dear. Well, I f- I figured this one. I was expecting one of you to mention it, but you've uh, you've thankfully kindly left it for me, which was nice of you, because um, it's in keeping with the theme of the show. Epcot after hours wind down. Yeah. From ah, yeah, yeah. From from the conclusion of illuminations through to eleven PM. Some of the locations La Carva del Coquit Tequila, Rose and Crown Pub, Spice Road in Morocco, Tutto Gusto in Italy, are offering a beverage sampling and a selection of small bites for your delectation. After hours. At an extra cost of thirty five dollars. It doesn't say how long it's gonna go on for, does it? No. Well, it's up until 11, isn't it? That's well, it. I mean, sorry, I mean through the year. Like, is, is it yeah. a permanent thing, or is it just for flowering garden? Um, what, the dates we've got... Some, for, I thought it was... Yeah, yeah go, go through, ahead. Through, through till September 15th this year. All oh, right. Yeah. They're trying it at the okay. moment. So it will be there while I'm out there. Um, yeah. Chance of me having a seven-year-old and a four-year-old hanging around asleep until 11 while I'm in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth yeah, a try. So, could send, sounds like you could send them home, Paul. Yeah, it's it's worth a try. I could, yeah. I'll, I have to drive them home and then get a taxi back. 
the benefits. So yeah, that looks quite nice. Obviously, you know, reservations can be made um, at uh, www.disneyworld.com forward slash spring or by calling 407-WDW-DINE. Um, yeah, whatever that translates into in numbers. I don't know. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't dial that in the UK because that, that won't connect you to anything. No. <laughs> that's, that's purely for our American listeners. Yeah, you could try it, but I guarantee it will be big. There's or, or uh, maybe Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> Epcot After Hours Wind Down doesn't include any discounts, nor is available on your Disney dining plan. So. May result in hair loss, yeah. <laughs> shrinkage. Yeah. Too late. Too many people. Too many people on various forums corrupt complaining about drunkards in Epcot. Such as such as the Dubai, Dubai I imagine. Um, Indeed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been known. Does uh, Does the Ultimate Warrior dying constitute as Disney news? Um, no, it doesn't. But never mind. Never mind. I said it anyway. Feel, feel free. Yeah. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior's dead. I'm sorry if you listened to this and you didn't know, but, but he, he died. Um, in theme park news, because yeah. <laughs> I, I don't leave on a downer right. or, or un, unrelated. All right, carry um, on. Going back to, to a, a park you've only been talking about recently on other shows, uh, Battlestar Galactica, Universal Studios yes. in Singapore. Yes. Heavy rumours that they were pulling it out of the park. That's some serious still work they're ripping down, if that's the case. Now, th- th- there was apparently a, press, uh, a, a statement made on a website that said this was happening, but it looks like nothing official. Um, what people are thinking is, is happening is, one, a possible re-theming, because uh, Battlestar Galactic isn't quite as hot as it was. Well, to yeah. be honest, even when, even when the ride opened, the show had been off the air for a while. Yeah. I mean the remake, obviously not the not, not the 1978 or 1980 version, um, but yeah. So they're, they're talking about either retheming or new cars, because okay. obviously I think that's probably one of the biggest problems with the ride in the first place. That the, the ride kept breaking down because of the vehicles, so um, it could be that they're just being replaced. Okay, they're not, uh, not turning the track down. Just the well, not yet. As I said, if you read the first release, it, it suggested that it would all be going. But yeah, I, I think I think really it's just a case of they're just trying to work out the best way of getting the ride to work without having to rip everything down. I was going to say if they don't really want it, all they've got to do is tell a few of the people in the caravan park down the road from us that it's made of copper. It'll be gone in a matter of hours. <laughs> <laughs> be straight onto eBay. Other ways of uh, obtaining steel are available. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to try and make sure we don't alienate too many people. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there goes all of our caravan partlessness. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to go for a record. Macedonia. Yeah, I'm going to go for a record of how many people can I insult today. And seeing as we're about to start asking you about the dib, I have a feeling it may be a few more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick, how about a Disney Infinity 2.0? Is that something you're interested oh, in? Go ahead. What? Yes. Yeah, I know. Disney- I know what's coming. Go on. Go ahead. Disney Infinity 2.0, ready to assemble infinite superheroes in Disney's interactive game. So it looks like they're bringing Marvel superheroes to Disney Infinity. Well, if you saw the teaser oh, video, yeah. if they didn't yeah. bring Marvel heroes, it'd be the worst 30 minute <laughs> spot you've ever seen because it just beats as Captain America's shield. That's but, it. Um, yeah, I, I feel really mixed about it only because I still haven't really got to grips with the first one. 
yeah. like point one point oh. Um, it seems a lot of fun, but obviously with other commitments, I don't get to play it anywhere near the amount that I uh, would like to. And the fact that they're now um, putting Marvel superheroes in almost makes me mad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to paraphrase an old segment of mine. Um, yeah. We haven't had one of those for a while. No, aren't we all lucky for that? But um, I'm, still waiting for, I'm still waiting for you to let me know. Okay, I won't let you know now. All right. Um, unless we can stop for time and I'll, th- I'll think of something. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's potentially good news. The only thing that, that concerns me, especially when it's re- referred to as 2.0, does this mean we're going to have to buy another game? Or is it just that you know, this is going to be like the second wave of, of things? There might be a bit of downloadable content, but you won't have to buy a new starter pack. Because yeah. that's the only thing that annoys me with things like this is that you buy one yeah. and then a while later, oh, you have to buy a new starter pack at £60 and mm. you know, yeah, they work on this base. And... Well, apparently, they've, apparently they've upgraded it to work on the PlayStation 4, is it? Okay, yeah. But, but they're also releasing or they're looking at a version for the Xbox One. So, so, I mean, I've got mine on the Xbox 360. Why they're going back 359 versions, I'll have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for it to come out for the Commodore 64. Well, any any day now. Yeah. I've got my tape recorder press, on Press standby. play on the cassette tape, wait for it to load. Well, I, still, I actually yeah. had a Commodore 64 with a floppy disk. Now, Ooh. for those that don't remember floppy disks, um, so people of my kind of age, so we're talking, you know, just under 30, a floppy disk to you is probably a 3.5-inch bit of plastic, which wasn't actually floppy at all. But with the Commodore 64... They had this which were about double the size and they five and were quarter. five and a quarter yeah. and they were really floppy, really thin <laughs> and really floppy. So they were named floppy discs for a reason at one point. But of course now we just all have memory sticks, so you know, who cares? Yeah, you often wonder about that whenever I make the joke about pressing play and record. It's like how many people <laughs> actually get the hang of pressing play and record at the same time now. Yeah. Oh, listen to the charts. Oh dear, oh dear. All done to cassette day, all good yeah, fun. All p- not advocating any form of piracy whatsoever, but if you want to record them on cassette, go ahead. You're listening to the 70s podcast, <laughs> Nick, Paul and Paul. Also, and now available on 8-Track. <laughs> yeah. oh, do you know what? Oh, I might just... Oh, that's it, that's it. Anyway, um, if, if that's the news for today, um, I think yeah. it's time we, uh, we, we question Rob. Exactly about oh, really? this dib and this dib cast. <laughs> go on. No, no. All the rest. Of, yeah, all, all yeah, spotlight pointed. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh. It's a spotlight in the roof. Don't worry. I'm not going to shine it sort of Gestapo style in your face. Okay. Because, um, yeah, the, the glow. Just reflect off my bald head. I was going to go there, and I think I'm allowed to, having have the same <laughs> haircut. Um, <laughs> That's a haircut. I have a haircut, yes, singular. <laughs> Once a year, whether I need it or not. Or the other one is, I still have all my own hair. I just keep it in a box under my bed. Uh, dear, oh dear. Yeah. Creepy. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> and there we go. Uh, yeah, Rob, so who do you have? You say it's a, um, a bi-monthly podcast. No, no, a twice-monthly podcast. So, yeah, yeah, twice-monthly. Um you do one sort of general American parks, and then every second week is is a uh, half an episode. 
episode eight, yeah. although it's, it's, it's gradually... It's a full episode in its own right. <laughs> it's, it's now mutating into its own episode. So, yeah, first of the month, we, we kind of focus on the American parks. Um, and that's where the show started uh, back in, oh gosh, four years ago, as I say. Um, and every first of the month that came out. And then around about four or five months later, we introduced a 15th of the month show which was just designed really to be 20 minutes long just <laughs> just to keep us out of mischief and now it's it's kind yeah. of bloated into an hour long dlp sort of show but we still talk about the american parks too yeah what's been yeah. happening keep it up it's yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good number it keeps people listening every couple of weeks so make Thank sure you. They, make sure they don't forget about you so who who who's the cast members you have with you in uh, in dibcast towers so um, there's Jeffer, uh, Jeff Salt. So uh, Jeff is is our, our most senior, shall we say, put it that way, our most senior member. Um, <laughs> and, and, and from the sound of it, if I remember right, a Londoner. Uh, well, <laughs> well, he's he's from Harrow. He he lives yeah. in Harrow now, but he's he's definitely from up north originally. Yeah. Um, and then we've got James and Mel, husband and wife team. Uh, and they're from uh, Wigan, ostensibly. Um, so, uh, yep, two uh, great people. James is an absolute coaster freak, um, and sometimes you could just talk, take away the coaster and just leave it as the freak. Um, and Mel is really the, the voice of calm through the whole proceedings, really. She's supposed to calm us down <laughs> and try and add a little bit of sanity. Um, and then we, we have to have some um, some some... Uh, representation from across the border, yeah. uh, and that's where uh, Mr. Well, McNaughton, Grant the, McNaughton, the, 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 comes the, the, in. The rules say you have to have at least one Scottish cast member. Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and I think you know you guys uphold that tradition brilliantly as well. Um, and so that that's where where Grant comes in when, when he's sober. <laughs> it's, again, Grant, Grant's welcome here anytime he he comes as well. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he wants to join in the pub singers karaoke night. That would be even funny. Oh, don't don't get him started, honestly. When he gets that sequin dress on, he'll never get down off of the piano. Oh, dear, I do. So, so, so how, how long have you... I mean, the, the dib... You, you guys don't... You're not responsible for this, the dib. That, <laughs> this dib. That, this dib. I, I say that because um, I, I know you guys often refer to yourself as so-and-so. You know, you're blustery day and then you've got Jeffa and, and, and those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't say that because I'm not allowed on it anymore. It's 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 a long group story. Hug. Yeah, it's it's a group long hug. it's a long story. So um, it's not a long story at all. <laughs> it's a very short story. It's a very short story, actually. Yes, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I have a tendency to let my mouth run away with me, and my fingers do the typing. And, and I, hey. think, I, I think I may well have upset some people. But there you go. Oh, well, well, there we are. Yes, uh, and, uh, and we move on, don't yes, we? Yes, it's, <laughs> Tumble, it's tumbleweed moment. Uh, we, we've got, I've got that sound effect. Somewhere. Yeah, plenty of those. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, you kind of have a niche. Again, you're like ourselves. You're very segment based, where you'll do yeah. uh, a a brief history of one or two. Or you know, Jeff being Jeff will do the history of one or two a ride or an attraction of that nature. Um, yeah. I, I think there is a, I think there's a subtle difference actually between the UK podcasts um, and so yeah. you got Disney Brit yourselves. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, who who are the? Um, oh gosh, to the I was going to call them the Mini Minxes, uh, not the Mini Minxes, but 
Yes, Disney Dream Girls. Disney Dream Girls. Thank you, Disney Dream Girls, as they are now. And yeah. it is very segment based. Whereas in in the US, it tends to be more roundtable discussion. Let's pick on one topic. Let's have a chin wag yeah. and and move on. Um, and I think that's that's quite interesting in itself that there's like two different styles, but. Um, yeah, we, we started off really just basing ourselves around a kind of a radio format and, and it's developed and we've stuck with it, really. How, how did you start? Go on, <laughs> I go was back talking four about years. I was talking, is this where the harp starts to play and we all start to shimmer? Um, <laughs> I, I can do that sound effect too. <laughs> but, but it's normally um, followed by a, I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky kids. <laughs> you pesky kids. So picture it. Uh, Bournemouth, 2010. Was it 2010? I think it was. That, that's um, mathematically four years-ish ago. Yeah. Must be, must, must be 2010, if not slightly earlier than that, possibly. And, you know, the uh, the granddaddy of, of the, the UK podcast, Disney Brit, yep. uh, was there. But I was thinking, well, you know, is, is, there, a, is there an opportunity for, for us to have something to voice a different... Yeah. So being a member of the Dib, so I don't own the Dib. None of us on the Dibcast own the Dib. We're just members. Some of us pay, some of us don't pay. Um, <laughs> some of us have never paid. Um, but um, I, I, threw, I threw a message out on the boards uh, just like say, is anybody interested? And um, lo and behold, Jeff came back instantly. I mean, it was, it was slightly disturbing, actually, how quickly he responded. Um, he was like, oh, stalker. Uh, and James came back as well. And one of the original crew, Sue, um, Sue and co., um, those three guys like came back. James really from a technical capacity at the time. Uh, and Jeff, Jeff has had some uh, previous history with... Um, Mr. Briganti, actually, he did some oh. early recordings of Inside the Magic with Mr. Briganti um, and did some contribution there. Yeah, absolutely. So that's where um, that's where we started out. Um, and we just mucked around, really, for a, a couple of hours and like sent it as a pilot into the owners of the Dib. And what we thought was a pilot was then published on iTunes before we knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> we sounds can... familiar. Yeah, sounds faintly familiar. We, we... Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's it's gone through a, a, a few changes. You settled on that. You do quite a bit of a, a new starters guide as well. I mean, primarily the Dib is a source of information for a lot of people on their first trips. So it, it does yeah, seem to I go mean, like that. But there's there's obviously there's an old guard there as well. But it's question how old i mean, I mean i've been on the dip for, for 12 years um so and, and i'm still talking to people um, i'm just looking now actually and i mean there's probably duplicates there but we, it's actually tonight just tipped seventy nine thousand members on the dip tonight um so that is so that's not bad going is it no. god bless its soul no. um but yeah there, there is an old guard but i suppose when when you're planning and it is different isn't it but you're planning a uk walt disney world holiday yeah. to somebody who lives in the us you know that the, the travel the logistics all of it is different um and so it's it's useful to have it with an english frame of reference a british frame of reference um yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot different between the two weeks and the the four and five days. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. You look at European holiday rights and, you know, it's like the French, it's that they have eight weeks work and the rest of it's off on holiday, isn't it? But um, the rest of us, the rest of us, have to, there goes your French listeners, by the way. Um, <laughs> I think we lost those a few shows ago. We started, oh, did, yeah. oh, that's fine. When we started yeah, about smoking about. and queuing. <laughs> 
Um, but in, in the US, you know, it's not uncommon for, for 10, 15 days holiday as your annual allowance. So that in itself makes it a very different experience. And so I think there are some people who use, you know, there's the, the Diz, isn't there? The, the, the granddaddy of them all over in, yeah. the, in the US. And there's a sort of like a UK sub forum. And I think that's where the Dib originally originated from, at least a, a similar group to that. Um, but yeah, 79,000 members. Yeah, that's 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 a, that's a good number, definitely a good number, and and you wonder how many of those are people that have never been and are still busy planning, because it seems to me there's a perpetual plan going on. <laughs> oh, well, there's no. two kinds. Of, I think there's two kinds of, of of people that go on. Well, there's there's three actually. I think, and we've all been in the, in the three different phases. The first time my wife and I went to, to Florida, we didn't know of anything because it was back in 2000. The dib didn't exist. So we just went. <laughs> we read the brochure. We read the Thomas Cook brochure, turned up. And I was like, what the heck are we? Actually, actually turned up at the holiday reps meeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> why? And then at the end, why, why, why have we done it? But then there's the other two, which is like, you know, the, the, the seasoned planners. And that's where James and Mel are, really. You know, we, we make a, we have a running gab about, you know, laminating the plan. When it's laminated, then, then you're locked in. You've got to do the plan. And perhaps more than laissez fair. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Did I say it? Sorry. Would you like another drink? Um, but there's, there's perhaps the more laissez fair. There's, there's myself and Grant, perhaps, who perhaps plan less and. But I suppose part of it's because we've been a few times now and we know what we, we're looking out for. There's still stuff that we haven't done. A couple of shows back, Grunt kind of revealed he, he's never done the boardwalk. It's like, what? <laughs> you own a villa over there and you've never been to the boardwalk? But it just goes to show what a huge place it is. Uh, that's true. That's true. So, uh, uh, brilliant. Um, well, There's... right. Go on. Somewhere I was just going to say, you know, there is some good content on there and... I've certainly, um, you know, it's got a different feel to it from the Diz boards, which I've used for quite a long time. But I guess okay. the Deb is, yeah. is, it's got a few different angles in terms of like villa owners. There's a lot of UK based villa owners, and um, yeah, no, that, that's a good point actually. So yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, there, there's a dedicated sub forum for for villa owners, um, and you know you can search for villas on there as well. I think the demographics are quite different as well. So I think the, the four of us would be, five of us would be in a minority, uh, to be fair, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the dip. It tends to be quite female-oriented. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then some of the threads do too, but we'll move on that one quite quickly. Yeah, we won't press you and get you into too much trouble. <laughs> The landlords would kick us out of the building, I'd have to say. But, um, yeah, it's it's a really, really good resource. And I think the, the one thing is about the dip is that you've got kind of got the hardcore, you know, Disney planners, but you do have the social side to it as well. So, you know, you will get groups of dibbers meeting up, you know, doing their, their, their little like social groups, that kind of stuff, whether that's over in the parks or or back home. Uh, and that's really nice, actually. That's That's good to see. Right. Good. Well, you think we may have the wrong person with this, because I think Jeff might have to come back on and challenge you, but it is time for this ah. week's episode of Disaster Mind. Oh, no. It is. You've got two, oh, minutes, yes. two minutes to answer questions. Really? Yes. <laughs> as long as that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and believe me, I think the two minutes might seem like about half an hour. 
<laughs> I promise you, I am oh. timing it. Are you ready? Are you sitting no. comfortably? You no. can win fame and fortune here, yeah. Rob. Okay. Yep. There's a leaderboard here. There is a leaderboard, and by getting... Oh, is there? What do I got to beat? Who have I got to beat? Oh, don't worry. By getting none, you still go third on the leaderboard. Oh, fantastic. Okay. And you'll remain in the top ten for at least seven more weeks. <laughs> I'm in with a shot. Yes. Yes. You might go there. <laughs> Are you ready? Here we go. Who is responsible for the death of Quasimodo's mother? <laughs> Sorry, no idea. Pass. Okay. Um, in the film Lady and the Tramp, what gift does Jim Deere give his wife? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, a ring. Okay. What news in uh, Sword in the Stone does Sir Pelinor announce? Are these... Are these... Questions for real. I mean, how many movies have you... I have no idea. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where does Aladdin first meet the magic carpet? Oh, allied carpets. <laughs> oh, dear. What's, no? the name, what's the name of the prince that wakes Sleeping Beauty? Eric. What is Bambi's first word? <laughs> Mother? How many days does Ariel have to find her true love? Oh, um, oh, uh, 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 seven. Uh, Pick one to three hundred and sixty-five, really. I'm, I'm going to find an easy one. Which film begins with the song, Look Out for Mr. Stork? Look at Mr. Who? Stork. As in Marjorie. Oh, oh Dumbo. Right. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 Fine. Oh, dear. In Lady and the Tramp... To zero, I'm, yeah, uh, in Lady and the Tramp, what sneaks into the baby's room when Lady is chained up outside? Uh, <laughs> oh, I've started, so I'll finish. I've oh wow! Oh wow! Um, I don't know. Um, there's so many things in my head that I'm not allowed to say right now for legal reasons. <laughs> so, we'll let, we'll let you say that. I'll have to edit that. anyway. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Any answer? I don't know. Somebody. Oh, um, a rat. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Right. Here we go. We asked. Who is responsible for the death of Quasimodo's oh. mother? Your answer was, I haven't got a clue. The answer is Frollo. What? Frollo. I thought it was Maggie Thatcher, Milk Statue. People really hate us, so... Yeah, true. In the film Lady and the Tramped, what gift does Jim Deere give his wife? Go on, anyone? No, puppy in. It's a puppy yeah, in. It's a bleeding yeah, puppy. Lady. <laughs> it's lady. Yeah, lady. It's not, just, it's not just a bleeding puppy, it's, it's lady. lady. All right, then. In, in the sword in the stone. It's a what? tractor. Oh, no, it's... that's John Deere. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Sorry, hang on. Let me get a beer. 
<sighs> By the way, I need to put. I need to go and mute when we're done this game. I'm I'm, I'm giving too much positive encouragement <laughs> yeah. when he gets a right answer. There's a reason why. There's a reason why it's a disaster, man. Oh, yeah. What in, in, in Sword in the Stone? What news does Sapelinor announce? Your answer was <laughs> again. No idea. That there's to be a tournament. Oh, wow, that, that was a thrilling scene from the movie, wasn't yes, it? Yes, there we go. Where does Aladdin first meet the magic carpet? Your answer was allied carpets. <laughs> but, <laughs> although they have got a sale on at the moment, it was actually in the Cave of Wonders. Yeah, well, I was going to yeah. say. Oh, well, Neos, close. Yes. We asked, who is the name of the prince that wakes Sleeping Beauty? It, it was Prince Philip and not the Greek one. Oh. No, we had this conversation the other week. <laughs> we did. Have I, have I already answered that? Asked that Wake question. up, you bloody woman. No, no. If you, if you, if you, uh, if you remember, um, I, I guess Katie yes. was talking about the fact that uh, Prince Philip was um, in the parade with a dragon. Yeah. And we had to specify that the dragon wasn't the what queen. she was referring to as yeah. our beloved queen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bambi's, f- yeah Bambi's first word was not mother, it was bird. What? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ariel has three days in which to find her true love. Oh, for goodness uh, sake. It's but, no time, is it? No time at all. But what sneaks into the baby's room when Lady is chained up outside? It is indeed a rat. Get off. Really? Ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And the song that begins with... Up yeah, the song that begins with Look Out for Mr. Stork is indeed Dumbo. Come on! Well done. You've gone into second place on the leaderboard. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I if, re- yeah. Truly, I really don't know what to say. Yeah. God bless Trivial Pursuit. If anyone wants to go through the entire Trivial Pursuit Disney questions and get them, then you'll have an advantage because mm-hmm. that's where I get them from. Like I actually know. <laughs> Other board games uh, are available. Yeah, I, it's almost oh, like you very much, Rob. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you actually listen to the podcast, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> rather than just, another one. Yeah, rather than just one or two to go. What have I got myself into? I better listen to them. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, thank you for that. Um, on that note, whilst we just go for a, a quick break, it's time for the pub singer. Uh, I have no idea what he's. Up. Yeah, it's it, oh, fantastic. The, yeah, Minnie, Minnie the barmaid has just pulled him off the bar and thrown him onto the stool. So, uh, any minute now. Nobody wants to be my friend. Nobody wants to be my friend. Except for Winnie the Pooh. But that's not. Except for Winnie the Pooh, he's the only one. Nobody wants to be my friend. Nobody should. Okay, oh, Please make him stop now. Oh. Uh, that was Another classic from the club singer. Yeah. I'm swiping a tear from my eye there. Uh, yeah. Wow. If you tears of mine. I have no idea what that, no, that, 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 that wasn't a tear, that was spit. He doesn't have, he doesn't have his teeth in again tonight. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. Gee, Clear that out. Oh, sorry, it puts yeah. a lump in the throat, but I think that's bile. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, 
we asked some questions on Facebook to our to our Facebook friends and relations. He's gone a bit Winnie the Pooh again. Um, okay, what did we ask? We asked. Go on, Nick. You asked it, didn't you? Um, well, kinda. It's so the question was: um, it's not a Walt Disney holiday. Uh, so it's not a Walt Disney World holiday until I've eaten blank meal at blank restaurant or quick service restaurant. And, and we've had a few replies. Um, not as many as we normally get, but that's not because we haven't done it because it's just... Well, it's, that's actually because we, cause we asked the question rather late. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've got about 10 minutes of padding to do <laughs> with this question. <laughs> Should we get the pub singer back on? Yeah, we'll, we'll get an encore in a minute, or maybe, 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 yeah, maybe one day we should do a karaoke evening. <laughs> really, <laughs> maybe not. The mouse's head. Uh, what have we had? Uh, Louise Waghorn, regular replier and, and supplier of material for the show. Thank you for keeping us going, Louise. Um, she finds it not a Disney holiday until she's had a burger with all the extra toppings from Peco Spills. I've seen pictures of Louise. Where'd you put it? <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that doesn't compete. In the bin. <laughs> I'm guessing. I mean, yeah, e I'm not sure where it goes either. E extra toppings. That's what? Mushrooms, onions, guacamole. Gherkin. Yeah. Pickles. Pickle. Mustard. Ketchup. Special sauce. And... Lettuce, cheese. Oh, yeah. So Perhaps think, she yeah. doesn't eat it. Perhaps she just puts all the toppings on. It's just a little hobby. Yeah. Just puts the toppings on and then leaves it. Yes. That's why she's so thin. It's, it's not a holiday until I've been in there and I've just made a burger. Left it. Took and it out. Left it. Took it outside and gave it to someone hope homeless. I was about to say hopeless. <laughs> One of the two. Uh, Are there a lot of homeless people sitting outside Pacos Bills? Um, well, Mickey was for a long time. They had to move well, him into the town hall. He had to move into the town They're waiting for the parade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to take seats and, and shooting sticks in with you, but apparently blankets are okay, so yeah, that's fine. And cardboard okay. boxes. Uh, um, Lee Malaby um, from, uh, ah. fr from another podcast about Indeed. some other park. Um, yeah. Uh, the uh, Cypress Gardens podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, lunch, <laughs> at, lunch at Starring Rolls. Isn't that in the Hollywood Studios? Yeah. It is, yeah. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting that, Lee. No, that's hey, a bit they've got fantastic cakes in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got? Someone else give me uh, an answer. Kevin, Kevin uh, Curtis Allen said the Hawaiian sandwich at the Earl of Sandwich. And actually, you know what? That That's one thing to kind of go off topic while staying on topic. And like, Earl of Sandwich. Because that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. Earl of Sandwich have changed a lot of their menu recently. Yeah. And put their prices up. Amongst other things, you can no longer have a cannonballs, or as they no. call it, cannonballs! Exclamation point. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> or an all-American. That's tragic. Mm, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, to be honest, the best thing in Earl of Sandwich is actually the brownies. They do the most amazing brownies. Um, but, but, yeah... I'm not. I'm not a, a huge lover, but at the same time, I was quite surprised that um, they've got rid of. I think they got rid of about four or five sandwiches and put the prices up and made them smaller. The meatball so, one's uh, gone, is it? The meatball one has gone. So um, oh, 
Earl of Sandwich, you don't, you, it's not making me mad, but it's making others mad. So It uh, makes me mad. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. It's, making me, it's making me hungry. I, I've actually got a half serious question. Nick, you, you, you appear, I, I don't know, you're probably wrong, but you appear to be the, the DLP expert here. He's as close I'm as just we get wa- to one. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the round of laughter. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he's as close but, as we get, yeah. But the menu at Earl of Sandwich at Disney Village, how different mm-hmm. is that to the menu that you get down at um, downtown Disney? Well, in all, uh, funny enough, um, I've only ever been to um, the, dis- the downtown Disney one once. Right. So I can't I can't say 100%, but it, from what I remembered, it was very similar. And actually, um, my friends go to Earl of Sandwich nearly every day of their trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said that not only is the menu very similar to the one in, in America, but also that the, the actual sandwiches themselves are very similar as well. So it will be interesting to see um, if they're going to make those same changes to... Um, to the one in the village as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we mentioned it actually a few weeks ago, but um, the one because we had one in London. Yeah. When Earl of Sandwich in London, but it's gone. Oh. It's gone. Uh, I can't but remember the, if I mentioned it. If not, it, it's gone. But the sandwiches in downtown Disney were bigger than the ones in Disneyland Paris. No. Okay. With this change, that that may not be the same. No. To be, you know, I mean, they, they may have, the same. Okay. Yeah. 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 And unless, of course, Earl of Sandwich actually want to sponsor us, in which case, um, otherwise, I, I, prefer, I prefer Subway anyway. <laughs> to, to be honest, knowing knowing who actually owns the Earl of Sandwich, um, they're not going to sponsor us, so it's fine. Oh, fair enough. Because uh, no, um... Planet, Planet Hollywood also wouldn't sponsor us, so that's no. fine. Um, that, then. <laughs> yeah, so, so screw your crappy little sandwiches. Um, <laughs> but, but, your brownies, but your brownies are very good. So I, I will go in for that. But uh, to be honest, I mean, I don't, did anyone actually go to the one in London? No. no. Well, there, there you go. That That's probably explains it an awful lot. Not that the three of us listening would have, answer, would have answered with, oh, yeah, but we made all the difference. But so, so what happened was, the last time we went to DLP, um, I, I can't remember if someone suggested the brownies or we saw them and thought, oh, they look quite nice. But we had them anyway and fell in love with them. I mean, we like brownies, you know, but these are exceptional brownies. So mm. um, missing them, I decided because I I, um, I work for a company whose headquarters is quite nearby the location. I said, well, next time I, I have to pop into HQ, um, I, I thought it was a treat. I'd go in there and buy some for me and the wife. And I went in there on a Monday. It's near. It was near. Sorry, um, St Paul's Cathedral. Yeah, I'd say maybe about five minutes walk away from there. But see, the thing is, there are loads and loads of sandwich places around there, both chain and also, um, you know, one-off sole traders. So the competition was fierce. You're paying £5 for a not very big, you know, like, what is it, six-inch sandwich? Um, Right. That you're paying, you know, a lot more money for than you can going down the road somewhere else that's pretty newer to where your office is. And I went in there on a, on a Monday afternoon. It must have been about 2 o'clock or something. So, you know, just after the lunchtime rush. And there was no one in there. There was literally no one in there. Um, and I went back about a month later and it had gone. So, I wasn't particularly surprised. To be honest, if you're going to open something like that, you want to open it a bit more centrally. Um, that w- that place would have cleaned up in Lesser Square. 
Mm. No, you it know. needs to be high footfall, doesn't it? That's that's it. I mean, you know, there, there's loads of stuff there. You know, stupid M M&M and M weld there, um, which is a terrible, terrible shop. Don't go. Um, <laughs> but but the, but the fact is, you say that shop is always busy because that's where the tourists are. Yeah. Bubba Gump Shrimp is opening up there um, in well, apparently a matter of weeks. But I walked past it recently, and there was still quite a lot of work to be done to it. Um, so I reckon about May time, maybe June. But you know that will open, and I reckon that will be successful because it's the first one in Europe, um, and also it, it's right in the middle of the tourist town, so mm. it's going to mm. take off. But mm. um, yeah, Earl of Sandwich, where it was, isn't. Um, I think they might relocate at some point. Might try and make another stab at it, but you know, better location, guys. I'm just looking at their website now, actually, and they're saying they 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 are looking for new locations across the UK. So obviously, I don't know whether it was a pop up shop that they just tried or they just didn't have the footfall. I don't know, but they they're looking for more places. When it comes to when it comes to American chains over here. It's very weird. I was actually complaining about Taco Bell the other day to them. Yeah. I do it quite often because uh, <laughs> they open up. What, they when open you're up bored? Yeah, I'll see this what happens. Me. Yeah, this is what I do. <laughs> no, I, I was actually very excited. They opened the first Taco Bell in the UK again since relaunching. Very near to me, 20 minutes down the road to me um, in 2010, I think it was. <laughs> and the plan was to trial it out, successful, expand. So don't that one up after that best had opened or the other way around so they opened three stores in the uk nothing mm. since all still open keep plugging away on social media about how great they are but there's only three stores five guys opened up last june in london there's now eight in the uk mm. in less than a year and more opening up as we speak so i can't you know i don't understand when these chains come over what their their actual game plan is bubba gump shrimp to me they, I, I think they might try and open a few more in the UK if this one takes off in London. Yeah, but it's... they're not going to be, be loads of them. Um, but with, when you talk about fast food chains like a Taco Bell or a Five Guys or you know, even a Wendy's, you can't just have a couple of stores in the UK. You've got to, you've got to roll out. It's, it's whether yeah. or not they're all part of the chain or whether they're actually all franchised. Yes. And then individual owned. Because a franchisee yeah. isn't going to go to a franchise show and go, oh, uh, Wendy's or Taco Bell when I've got the money, I might as well have a McDonald's. Unfortunately, yeah, no, it's about that the brand is, awareness, isn't it? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Taco Bell was uh, is owned by Yum, and they were the ones that brought it over to Europe. No. Um, Five Guys is in conjunction with Five Guys and somebody who used to own Carphone Warehouse, okay. the same guy that was behind Best Buy. So that's even that's even less reason. You thought if it's you know Taco Bell by Yum, the company that owns them, that would be one that really should expand they've got loads of kfcs mm. and stuff but yeah. they've not bothered to and yet five guys it's not really it's only like part <laughs> established uh, by the original company um it's opening stores up left right and center hmm. yeah. yeah very very strange strange okay uh, anyway well, off yeah. topic but <laughs> uh, off, off, back, back to the topic at hand there, there are two yeah, more yeah. answers um first one and i'm with vicky on this one the key lime pie at sunshine seasons Oh, that's, that's mm-hmm. Vicky. Well done. That's doing it properly. But down the bottom of the answers, Lisa. Now, thank you for replying to us, and and don't let my my 
comedic insult put you off ever applying again. <laughs> but a tuna salad sandwich at Columbia Harbour House. It's not a Disney what? World has they until you have a tuna salad sandwich. Mm. Go and go and sit in the corner and think about <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> My my wife actually was Matt. Sorry, sorry to, to go to be really cool again. My wife, um, that's obviously how people still say it. Um, when I posed this question to her, um, she said the answer that I normally say actually, which is a hot dog at Casey's Corner. Definitely true with Disneyland Paris. I'm not sure so much with Disney World, but definitely Disneyland Paris. Um, and I said, well, you know, you have to put it on the, uh, the official Facebook page. And she said, no, I'm too lazy. So, so I'm doing it just out of kindness one, in my heart. You. There's yeah. one obvious answer there which seems missing to me. Yeah. I, I would have expected Dole Whip to show up. Yeah. I guess it's not a, it's not a meal. Cause, cause but we, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't given our answers yet. No. I'm not going to go Dole Whip now. Is yours a Dole Whip? <laughs> no. It's a cannonball sandwich. <laughs> 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 With the exclamation mark. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be very slow for Mr. <laughs> Mr. Dolan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I was going to answer it, I, I'd have to go with um, without a meal at Teppanido, whatever it happens to be. It's just the act of the chefs doing their Tom Cruise with hot food. Yeah. Is that, is that the tagline? Tom Cruise with hot food, yeah. That I, should be the tagline. Yeah, it should be. That's a good one. I like that one. I'm going to pay him to it. <laughs> yeah, why not? Put it on, put it on a T-shirt. Um, Cocktail, Cocktail think... 2. Brian Brown and Tom Cruise flipping food about. <laughs> Wear, wearing shades. Yeah. Um, so I think I would say Mum's home fried chicken at 50's Primetime Diner would right. be my Ooh. ideal first meal. Um, just don't put your don't put your elbows on the table. That's right. Be respectful to your neighbours. <laughs> Say hello to your cousins. <laughs> um, I, I I really love the theming in there. I know I know it can be very hit and miss for people, um, but I was on a on a side note. Somebody the other day on a on another set of balls. It wasn't a dip, um, but Ooh. asked a question about where they should um, eat at Disney World in in Hollywood Studio specifically. Um, and quite a lot of love for the ABC commissionary. Really? Well, now, I used to I think that, that when was... they had the chicken curry. Yeah. Well, but that went, the, that went the same way as the bloody cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. The, the bloody cannonball's still available. <laughs> it's just a regular cannonball. Yeah, but it sounds so much better when a Scotsman says it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I didn't know anyone like that place, in all honesty. What, ABC? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason why I liked it. I I did like the chicken curry. Again, quick service, there's plenty of other places where you would sit down, but that's kind of... The the counter service is, is, yeah, lacking behind their 50s prime time and their sci-fi dining and the Brown Derby, which is my favourite restaurant in the parks at the moment, but... I wouldn't say it was a Disney World holiday without missing it. But yeah, go on, Rob. Um, I'm going to go back to sunshine seasons, actually. Um, yeah. So I'm probably I'm going to have a slice of that key lime pie afterwards. But 
Actually, it's, it's a bit left of field because I'm not a vegetarian, but the grilled vegetable sandwich that you get at Sunshine Seasons is amazing. Absolutely love that. Oh. So it's, it's, it's nice to have as, as something different from your usual crap that you eat, which is like <laughs> the chicken strips and the burgers and stuff like that. It actually, I mean, it's still, clearly it's covered in cheese, deep fried and layered with lard. Yes. So you feel as though you're having something fresh. <laughs> and um, healthy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you can pat yourself on the back in the, in the safe knowledge that you're still intaking a huge, vast quantities of fat, yeah. but at least with one of your, one of your five a day. But it's a really nice, really nice sandwich, actually. <laughs> so that's uh, that, that's a must do. Fantastic, fantastic. Right. Well, before we we leave, we have had a couple of comments. Um, Stuart Miller, who I believe is a Liverpool fan, judging from his Facebook image. Um, why don't you guys comment on the fantasy football league you set up? It'll be nice for the top spot to be mentioned. And there's a reason why he mentions that. Uh, is it because he's in the top spot? Yes. Just a shot in the dark. It, it, <laughs> it would be. Well done, Stuart. <laughs> keep it keep it up. There will be a prize at the end of the season. <laughs> Good goal, Stuart. Uh, well wife. done, well done. Yes, yes. Golf clap. <laughs> uh, but that's, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's nearly time, gentlemen, please. Me- Carry if on. you give me a second, I, I can actually um, give an update to that because uh, I, I was quite lonely yeah. on the league for quite a while. Um, but I did actually manage to pick up a bit of speed. So it's actually got nothing to do with the fact that I've uh, I've been neglecting. Um, just the fact, uh, yeah, we've kind but of you, not had time tops. on the shows through. So, and also the fact that I'm not tops, so I'm not bothered. No, I'm good. <laughs> 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 and also, as well, I should really give some 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 shout outs to the fact we've actually had a few uh, reviews this week yeah. on iTunes as oh, well. Far away, far away. Um, yes, we should. Uh, uh, drunk, drunk on Disney gave us a five star review. Um, so give it a spin, you'll love it. Good Disney chat. Now, the only thing I was, you know, obviously, thank you ever so much. The only thing they took a, a screenshot of of writing the review. Yeah with the five stars but I can see that it hadn't actually been submitted <laughs> so every chance he did that and if you actually got on just, iTunes just being taunted with like it. everyone else does yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't deserve it really so <laughs> no thank you I'm, I'm, uh, I'm assured that you haven't done that and I appreciate it as we all do so thank you very much uh, for doing that um, the Diz After Dark lead I'm actually 10th which is uh, which is lovely um, which makes me exactly, well, 10 out of 29, so I can't really complain there. No. But yes, Stuart Miller, he's number one. Uh, Chris Buckingham, uh, Dave McBride, three. Del Buckingham, four. Ahmed Salu, Saluji. I hope I pronounced it right. If not, um, Paul, Paul's doing it. Um, <laughs> Jack Buckingham <laughs> as well. People called Buckingham doing really well in his league. Uh, Barry Connell. Um, who actually he recommended these Desperado Verdi, so I've got him to blame for having this awful drink in my job this evening. Uh, Neil Gothrop and Richard Thompson is number nine before my ten, uh, just outside Mark Peter of uh, dedicated DLP yep. as well. So uh, well, keep yes. it going. A few games left. All to play for. Um, can anyone catch up? Uh, what well, actually? The top two spots is uh, three points in it. Cool. Cool. Well, we'll keep that on. Fantastic. Mm. Okay. Well, um, that's that's it. Uh, 
Mini has called Time Gentleman, please. Um, <laughs> if, if they do want to contact us, we've mentioned it once, let's do it again. Yep, so they can visit our shiny website at www.disasterstart.com or email us at podcast at disasterstart.com. Or find us on facebook.com forward slash disasterdark, Twitter at disasterdark, or micechat.com. Uh, YouTube under disasterdark podcast, Instagram, wherever else you happen to find us, feel free to find contact us. The end of your road. Yeah, you Bebo MySpace probably still, although we haven't checked them for a long time. I must check, see if anyone's actually like left us some kind of messagey thing on those. Ask Jeeves, <sighs> Google Plus. Um, <laughs> and once again, a final plug for yourself, sir. Yes. Yeah, thanks, chaps. Um, so, yeah, you can uh, find us at dibcast.com, D-I-B-B. Tom, uh, also at the Mothership Forums, which is the Dib, T H E D I B B dot co dot UK. We're on Facebook forward slash uh, Dibcast, and uh, our Twitter handle is at Dibcast. Stay in contact, and uh, hopefully, uh, once you get back and tell, tell everyone in Dibcast House we weren't quite as scary and aggressive down the pub, it's not a scary place <laughs> to be, um, they're always more than welcome to pop in and visit. Well, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure coming here, guys. Thanks thanks ever so much, seriously. No and thanks, uh, you're Rob. more than welcome to pop up to Dibcast Towers anytime. It would be good to... Nick, we need to get you on to um, to talk about vinyl mation sometime because I know we give it some stick and you need to redress the balance, mate. <laughs> yeah. you know, all, I can, all I can do... I don't know if I can redress the balance, but I can just try and level the field. That's all I aim to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with that one. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, gentlemen. Um, yes. That's it from us. Uh, see you all in a fortnight. That's two weeks. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. bye Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. And we're out.